what's up y'all welcome back high rising to you and you already know when i say high rising i mean vibrate high meet your higher self and show up as the greatest and best version of yourself and i assume if you're listening to me then you already rising high so i'm gonna go ahead and jump into this topic right quick we're talking about words today words w-o-r-d-s words words that's how we communicate right and when i hear the word word my mind goes to automatically it goes to the word of god the word meaning the bible because when people speak of the word in the christian community in the religious community they're speaking of the bible or the quran or whatever word that they use as information when it comes to god right and one of the definitions of the word word is news and information we're going to talk about the books They carry this information a little bit later. But first, I want to tap into the definition of the word, word, because I like to understand what it is that I'm speaking about. And to understand it better, I like to define it by definition, by the given definition, I'll say that. So... The first definition is a speech sound or series of speech sounds that symbolizes and communicates a meaning. So, ultimately, what words are, are a bunch of sounds put together that create a word (laughs) to help us communicate with one another. That's the first definition. The second definition is a brief remark or conversation. Something that is said. An example of that could be, hey, can I get, can I have a word with you right quick? Third definition is an order or command. An example of that would be, I just got word that I have to go here on orders for the military. I'm not speaking of myself because I'm not in the military. That was just an example of what it means um, and what the definition order me. I'm sorry, what the definition. Nope, let me rephrase that because I don't use that shit. I don't say I'm sorry because I'm not sorry. Ain't nothing in me sorry. And if you understand the definition of the word sorry, you won't use that word either. So let me rephrase that. The third definition of word is an order or a command, and that was an example of a word being given that way as an order or a command, okay? The fourth definition is news, information, or a rumor, and that's where I got the, that's where I made the correlation between the Bible being a book of information and the word word being used to reference the bible because it's information ultimately the fifth definition is promise or declaration 
my mind is going a thousand miles per minute because there's so much that I want to talk about, but I'm going to try my best to stick to my notes. But first, I want to talk about that fifth definition, the promise or declaration. A word is a promise or declaration. An example of that means... You have my word that I'm going to do such and such. That can be seen as a promise, right? A declaration. I declare that I am no longer suffering. All right, I'm going to leave that alone for right now, and I'm just going to get to my notes um, because I don't want to throw myself too far to the left because, again, I will go down the rabbit hole before I even scratch the surface. And I don't want to do that. So let me back up and stick to my notes. It was once said that once upon a time we communicated telepathically. There were no words. We communicated based off of a vibrational frequency that took place in our minds. I could think a thought and the person next to me would pick up on that thought and respond and we will understand each other there was no language once upon a time that's what was that's what's said we don't know how true it is because we are living in a time where communication is used or spoken through word but it's interesting to me that we were once that tapped into ourselves and that tapped into source to be able to communicate only using our minds. Ain't that amazing? And then there's this this story in the Bible about the story of Babel and how it was I don't want to get the story wrong. I have not flipped through the pages of the Bible and read it in a very long time. But I feel my feeling my spirit it calling me back to it because I feel like I will have a completely different understanding of it now than I did then because my mind has expanded so much from when I was participating in religion and seeing the Bible as the word of God versus a book of information that someone that someone deciphered and translated and gave it to us as direction. I no longer see it that way, so I feel like if I read it now, it'll be completely different. But the story that I was referring to, I'm just going to give bits and pieces of it from my, from my memory. What I remember is there being us being given different languages and I feel as though the intention behind that was to keep us from being able to communicate and to keep us away from our original power and it made us easier to control and I'll talk about that a little bit later but that leads me to my next point the English language was created because our natural language was unintelligible our natural language was unintelligible to certain people which is why the English language was given to us as a means of control to be able to control and program 
and tell us what to do instead of us intuitively knowing what to do on our own. Again, I'm, I'm all over the place right now, but I promise I'm going to bring it all back together and make it make sense. The, na- the only way to truly know your natural language is to know your origin and your ancestry. And because we have origin and ancestry all over the place, our natural language is unintelligible to different people. For instance, a person that speaks English as a natural language, which, by, by the way, is the most dumbed down language there is. English is the most broken and dumbed down language that there is. And again, that plays a part in the agenda to control. But we're not going to get into that right now. The only way to truly know the origin of your natural language is to know your origin and your ancestry. And it'll connect you back to yourself and your source on so many levels. It'll connect, connect you back to the original version of yourself. Because when we use words or spelling, we're casting spells with every word that we say every single day. And to truly have an understanding of words will help us to understand what it is that we're speaking. It'll help us to understand our reality on a different level because the words that we speak create our reality. The thoughts that we think create our reality. Everything that we say, whether internally or externally with our voice, is a spell. Words, it is spelling. And it's important for us to be mindful of the things that we put into our gates, our ear gates, specifically. The music we listen to, the movies that we watch. Because again, we are under a bigger agenda. And that agenda is to program us to and to remove us from our natural origin. To make us as far removed from our natural origin as possible. To make us pliable and easier to control by the higher ups. But I'm going to leave that open to your discretion. Okay? Let's talk about anagrams for a moment. An anagram is a word that when you scramble up the letters, you can have multiple words out of that one word. So, for example, serpent is an anagram. S-E-R-P-E-N-T is an anagram for the word present. To be present is to be fully aware of this moment, which is the only moment that is real. But guess what? They make us so afraid of the words that we miss the message. The true intention behind the word is hidden in plain sight. It's hidden in the the word. They tell us to be afraid of the word present or the word serpent because what it really means is to be present. That's a story for another day, but that's talking about the rising of the kundalini energy within you. I'm not going to talk about that right now because that's not the topic. The topic is anagrams. Serpent present. Being present with yourself is to be fully aware of the present moment, of the now. 
heart and earth. That's another anagram. Heart, H-E-A-R-T, earth, E-A-R-T-H. What they did was took the H off the front of the word and put it at the end, and we missed the message. Yes, we are here on this earth, but the, 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 our assignment on this earth is to master our heart. And to master our, our heart, we have to master love. That's another anagram and a message that is hidden in plain sight that if we realized it and understood it, there would be a lot more peace on this place. There would be a lot more peace on this planet. There would be a lot more love on this planet. But, again, I'm not going too far in the rabbit hole with these points. I'm just making points to help us understand words. Words. And how important it is to know the origins of them. To know how they're being used to keep us dumbed down and unintelligent and unaware of the truth. Another anagram, impossible. All you got to do is break that word up. I'm possible. I am possible. That means I can do anything. Ain't nothing I can't fucking do. I'm possible because I am. I am that those two words right there are the highest frequency i am because i am because i'm fully aware of my god self but again I'm not going to get off subject. I'm just throwing that out there. We'll talk about the I am in another, in another podcast. But learning the origin of the words and where they derive from help us to understand the intention behind them. For example, a word that's origin is Latin or Greek. If you understand the Latin culture or the Greek culture, then you can it can help further help you understand the origin of that word and what its original intention was. A lot of times, the Eng- English language takes these words from these different cultures and puts them together and gives them a completely different meaning. And a question that I want to ask is, why is it that the melanated people, us, why are we so afraid of Haiti and Africa? Like, that's the, that's the portal for a lot of us. That's where a lot of us originated. That's where we're from. We, we know our power, and we know how to use our words in those two areas specifically. But, again, the bigger agenda has made us afraid of our origin so that we'll remain pliable and easily controlled. Yes, it is true that people misuse their power because they have intentions that do not come to serve the good of all and the harm of none. People take this knowledge from these different countries. They shit, the people that got the agenda, the higher ups, they took the, the knowledge and they use it, but they share it with us or they put it out there to us to make us afraid of it. They're the ones that's using it to serve themselves and to harm people. They taught us how to use it to harm people and to harm each other and to bring harm into the land. 
But when we when we know how to use our words and the power behind our words, man, life will be so different. But we've been conditioned to fear instead of research. We've been conditioned to just take what they say and be afraid to do the research instead of confronting the fear. We don't confront the fear. Instead, we're comfortable with it. And so we're comfortable thinking that Haiti and Africa and all these other places that we originate from, we're comfortable thinking that that shit is evil. When really that's our origin, that's who we are. Not all of us are from the planet, but what I'm saying is that's where our people originated. A lot of us have African descent or Haitian descent or French descent or whatever it may be. We're descendants from those places, but we are so disconnected from where we come from that we don't know who we are and the power that we have. Because we've been conditioned to this broken down, unpowerful language. And I'm not, not, let me not say unpowerful because it is powerful. No matter how much they try to dumb it down, if we understand it and understand how to use it, it is powerful. And that's one thing they can never take away from us. But back to that fear, that fear and being comfortable not doing the research and not knowing, you're stuck in your root chakra. The root chakra is the chakra of fear, and people that are stuck in fear are stuck in their root chakra. And that's another term that has been degraded and dumbed down to instill fear in us. Root work. Root work is root chakra work. It's getting the fuck out of fear. When did it become evil to get to the root of a problem? Tell me that. When did it become evil to get to the root of a problem? I'll tell you when is when people's intentions became evil and they use their power to bind us and to manipulate us and to control us. And that is not the will of God. Another anagram, the eyes, T-H-E-E-Y-E-S, the eyes and it translates to they see. The eyes are to see. And a lot of this stuff, again, is hidden in plain sight, but we don't see it because we stuck in the root chakra. We stuck in fear. Aligned, A-L-I-G-N-E-D. That's an anagram for leading, L-E-A-D-I-N-G. They taking our shit and aligning themselves so they can lead us. But what they leading us to? Not the promised land. (laughs) The promised land, that's the word that was promised to us, given to us. The promise of God for you is for you. That's a word between you and God. And only if you are aligned and leading yourself will you reach your own promised land. Will you, will you, that's the only way that you will reach the word of God for yourself. is by aligning yourself and leading yourself. Because as long as you depend on somebody else to lead you, 
that's indicative of you being stuck in that root chakra and that fear because you're afraid to take the steps to expand your mind and research and learn on your own. Why are we afraid of words? Why are we afraid of words? I'm going to throw a word out there. And I'm going to throw a definition out there that I ain't never heard in my entire life. Because my whole life they made this word. They demonized the word to make us afraid of it. And the word is demon. I heard somebody say that the word demon means genius. Never heard that before. I'm still researching it to find more information on it for myself before I share it but that blew my mind they they demonize the word make us afraid of the word make the word evil but I I promise y'all I read and I heard that the word demon means genius and we already know what a genius is we're not gonna talk about that right now because again I want to have more information before I share it but I just want to throw that out there as an example of how we are afraid of words. So uh, when you're aligned at a heart level, you can lead yourself successfully because you're not stuck in that root chakra. You're not afraid. Another anagram, amen and name. And when I saw that, when I, my mind automatically goes to when we pray, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. So what we're saying is Jesus, and then we're saying the same word twice, back to back. We just repeated the word in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, make it make sense. Amen and name is the same word. It's an anagram. So we're saying in Jesus' name, name. <laughs> in Jesus' name, name. Like, when you break stuff down like this, it makes no sense, y'all. It makes no sense. So it's like, why are we not questioning this stuff? Why are we just doing it because somebody else does it? Or because somebody else said it and that makes it right? No. Do your own research. Learn for yourself. And I got a question for you. Another question for you. Why are we praying in Jesus' name? Why are we praying to that name? What's the origin of the name Jesus? Who is Jesus? And why is his name the name that I have to speak to make my prayers heard? That doesn't make sense to me. The origin of the word Jesus is a, it's a Hebrew word. And it translates to Yahweh and Yeshua. But why don't we speak their names? Why don't we, speak, why don't we pray to Yahweh? Or why don't we pray to Yeshua? Why are we praying to Jesus? Shit, the word Jesus is it's of of it's a um it's a Spanish word, Jesus. Why they gave why did they take this name, Jesus, and change it to Jesus and then tell us to pray to that name? The words, man, we gotta we gotta understand them words. We gotta look them up and, and, and break them down and understand them for ourselves. I got one more thing to share and I'm about to close this out because I know this is kind of lengthy for me, but I'm just going with it. I like it. I like to, to express myself and I'm learning to be more comfortable expressing myself to my fullest extent. So bear with me. My grandma told me that her grandma had a Bible 
and her Bible was in Hebrew. And they couldn't read it. She said they couldn't read it. They couldn't understand nothing in that Bible. So is it possible that the version that we read, the English language has been watered down and is not the true, the true and original word of God? It's not in its intentional or it's not in its original form and the intention behind it has been removed and dumbed down to dumb the people down. Is it possible? I'm just asking the question because if the original Bible was in Hebrew and we have all these different translations out there, how far removed is this Bible, this word, this book of information from the original book of information that was left here for us or that was given to us? How far removed is it? And even the Hebrew Bible, that text, where did it come from? Where did that text come from? Was it from a person that was aligned at the heart level and sharing what they knew based on their relationship with God? These are the questions that I have when I think about this stuff. If the word is in order or a command based on that, that one of the definitions from the beginning and we are aligned, wouldn't the word be given to us individually to lead ourselves? And when I say lead ourselves, I mean show up and lead ourselves to the promised land for ourselves, which is the word of God for us as individuals. The promised land for you might not be the promised land for me, but it's the promised land. It's ultimately what I envision for my life. That's the promised land for me. So wouldn't the word of God for me come to me to, to show me how to get to that? Wouldn't the word of God come to you if you're aligned at the heart level to show you how to get to that? It's information, right? The word is information. It's an order or a command. And according to the word, God orders our steps. We follow God's command. And if we're aligned, then we're leading ourselves, following the command of God that's given to us if we're aligned at the heart level. I thought I was through, but I flipped over the notebook and I got some more, so I'm keep going. <laughs> Oh, I said this earlier. Ultimately, y'all, what they really did was take a bunch of sounds. Ooh, ah, e, s, d, t. I know I sound crazy right now, but that's what they did. They took all those sounds and put them together and made words and created a language. And I'm gonna end with this. Recently, I started back speaking in tongues, and I had removed that from my my practice my daily practice I had removed that from my life because of what the hurt or because of the hurt that I endured when I was dealing with religion and church and Christianity I was hurt so bad by it that I put away all of the things that associated with it the Bible was one of them and speaking in tongues was another 
but the more I understand God and the, the, the more I expand and learn and open my mind up to these different practices and just the more I learn and grow, the more I go back and get some of those things with a completely different understanding. And when I speak in tongues now, that's a, a, a language that is unintelligible to the human ear and to the human mind. But guess what? God understands it. Spirit understands it. And when I finish, when I'm done, it brings me so much peace, so much reassurance and so much clarity. It realigns me at the heart level. It realigns me with God and realigns me with spirit at the heart level because my intention is pure and my intention is the good of all and the harm of none. And that's just a practice that I use to stay aligned and continue leading myself. Anyway, words, man, they so powerful. Stop being afraid of words. Learn how to use them to align your life and catapult you to the next level of existence for you that brings you closer to your promised land. That's all I got. My throat dry. I need some water. <laughs> Love and gratitude to y'all. I hope y'all found something in here that resonated, something that made you think a little bit more. And yeah, till next time. Peace. <laughs>